Hey there, it's Nolan and Jason with Roofing Webmasters. Howdy. Hey guys, today's topic, and I'll go into it in a minute, is why I know you can beat the other roofers marketing in your city. And I added another sentence, get in top three and dominate. That's a long title. That's a long title. And I'll go into it, but <laughs> I'm going to put Jason on the spot and ask you oh, something. Oh, no. Just some, just some BS, some bullshit to start out with. Okay. So I've been thinking about this for a little bit. And y'all y'all may not know, but evidently Jason has had uh, French lessons. Oh, yes. And went in long other, time ago. Yeah, went in with me about how to say Jean or whatever the hell. Yeah. Just pronunciation. How, what were what was the differences in the N's or the O's or something? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I N is N, A N is on, and O N is on. <laughs> All right. It's that weird kind of just like the R. Right. Of, like like in Spanish, you roll the R, you go like Ronaldo. So Jason can in French. In yeah. French, you gutturally you 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 hawk a loogie, oh. but you can you, oh. like an R is <laughs> Raul, okay. like like you're trying to spit. For what? Which like name? It R. The letter R is different. So and the N and an N after a vowel on the end of the word is is an on sound up in your nose instead of just an N. I can't do it. I can't do it. But Jason and and I don't know if this is true, but I feel like you enjoy kind of putting me in my place with language <laughs> and grammar and making me feel like some backwoods hick. Okay. Yeah. I'm Cajun. And he was looking at an ad for a local restaurant that serves boudin, <laughs> boudin, which well, is Cajun boudin, boudin. I can't. Say or boudin, if you if you're if you're speaking more Creole. And he called it boudin. <laughs> Cajun. I was like, uh, no. Anyway, so so you have the dichotomy of of all that. That's a big word. It is. Thank you, <laughs> thank you Jason. <laughs> And then he knows everything there is to know about American wrestling, about old school. <laughs> I don't know about everything. So, no, everything, which arguably people use to make fun of white people sometimes, like that we redneck. Or, and yeah, I like, that, that's white trash entertainment and all that. Right, right. And I like wrestling, too. Um, not to the extent that you like it. I had, I had a few first dates, never get to a second date back <laughs> in the day because I watched wrestling. You would take them to wrestling? No, I didn't take them. I just, like, it would come up some, I don't even know how it came up in conversation, but it, I would mention that I liked it. So you weren't, I, like, literally ghosted me after that. <laughs> that's, that's really But if sad. you go back to the 80s, <laughs> if you went, if you went to the Sportatorium in Dallas to see the Von Erichs, right. there was women everywhere to see the Von Erichs. Oh, yeah. You, you'd see, that was like a society thing in Dallas in the 80s. You'd see women in, like, their Gowns. So Von Erichs were the panty droppers. Oh of, my God! Of the yes. 80s. Oh yeah, the, the Von Erich boys were like, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah, hmm. it was insane. I had no idea. That's you you'd have for those that don't know the Sportatorium in Dallas is no longer there. It was torn down years ago. It was essentially little more than a barn. Okay. And they had a wrestling ring. Sounds like a nice venue, though. And no, it wasn't. Absolutely not. It was horrible. Really? Oh my God. It was a barn. It had bleachers. It didn't even have seats. It had no AC or heat. Okay. Well, you lost me. Um, the health department one, once came in and went to their concession stand and made them drain the frying vats. Yeah. And they found, like, 
hundreds of rat skeletons in the bottom of the frying vats because the rats would run across the pipes and fall in and get killed and they just keep frying in that same hole. Pretty sure there's a Whataburger. uh, Whataburger. If you're from Texas, you call it Whataburger. But uh, I'm pretty sure there's a video of Whataburger with a mouse they were trying to catch that jumped in the frying. (laughs) In the fries. And then they closed the restaurant. My kids won't eat there. Not that we ever did. But anyway. Yeah, but but like the sports arm was like this horrible venue. Yeah. But it was absolutely electric and like that was the place to be. And women would line up to see the Oh movie. oh god, yes. Yeah, Carrie and Kevin and all and the boys just got the claw with the Yeah, the iron claw. The iron claw. Started by their father Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's anyway. <laughs> nice little aside. I told you we'd start with some bullshit. <laughs> I like. The I can talk about that all day. I so. like bullshit though. Like it's like, what's life's not interesting if everybody's always straight laced all the time. I can't stand it. But yeah, I, I watch a little. I watch a little wrestling too back in the day. I don't anymore, really. You still like follow all these old dudes? I, yeah, I, I kind of yeah. follow the old school guys. The yeah. the, the modern stuff that I don't really care for. Mm. Anyway, it's interesting. Yeah. All right. So. Let's talk about this uh, as far as why I know. So I, I wanted to, th- this will be an interesting topic too, as far as we, you know what I'm going to say basically and why it's, why someone can beat someone else in a market. So, right. so let's break down the roofers as a whole from what my view, and you feel free to chime in if you think my numbers are off, but I'm going to say that 90% of roofers out there will never obtain the type of marching that we provide here. We'll okay. never even yeah. aspire or try. Now, I run a new podcast now. We do a new podcast called Roofer's Paradise, and I talk about dreams on Roofer's Paradise and what a roofer's intention is, you know, what their hopes are in life. And in my opinion, most of the time, people don't try marching because of perception, false in perception, and letting their brain just be infected with negativity. Yeah, I can't do it. So ninety percent of people are gone. But that guy's been in business. He's been on Patreon. He's been on number one spot in Google for ten years. I've never taken that spot yeah. from him. That kind of thing. Yeah. When I started, my brain took a while to get up to where, like, okay, I can do it. I didn't start out the highest uh, level of confidence. Low self esteem was where I started out. I think that's why men are called punk asses. You know, like very few men are not a punk ass until after like twenty so oh absolutely and it has to do with self-esteem there's a couple of shiny we're gonna get a lot of hate mail from under 25 (laughs) well they're punk asses there's a few of them that are shiny bastards starting at like 16 right they're just like they're just like getting the girls and like i don't know there's like a few outliers right yeah but most men are punk asses until a certain age which means that they have low self-esteem basically that punk ass guy that has no experience and low self you could have no experience and high self-esteem not actually be a punk ass, you know. But that guy's not gonna. This is good. Like this is good talk. So this is punk like punk ass should have been in the title. <laughs> yeah, it should have been. Punk asses never make uh, never dominate for river marching. Yeah, there you go. Maybe we'll change it. Punk asses will never dominate for for. Uh, there you uh, go. J Mat will hate it. <laughs> the no, you won't. But our, our crowd will probably. It's it. Well, our crowd. I mean, it's my peers. I'm the same way. Anyway, so. But 90% of people will never even try to market right. because of false misconceptions. Or if they do, they'll do it so they'll they'll get it so wildly wrong headed 
Agreed. That they might as well not have done it. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. yeah they got the life DDT their ass <laughs> or Von Erich their damn forehead. Right. They were gorgeous. Blood from the beginning. Never had a chance. Right? Andre the Giant just sits on them and they can't move. Life just beat them down. They're never going to freaking make it. Right. So 90% of your competition, gone. I'm telling you, gone. For whatever reason, it is sad, but gone. Right. And you don't have to be perfect starting out. I wasn't there. It took me a long time, but they're gone. And then um, the 10% that are left, we, we run into that crowd. Right. So that crowd calls By us. By large, that's, yeah, that's the crowd that calls us. That's the crowd that calls us. We don't get all that 10%. I wish we did, but we get a small amount of those people come through us. But there's about 10% of them that are a little more savvy that are roaming around. They're like, I'm willing to fight for it. Right. Right. And so out of that 10%, we have some successful people within that, within that range. But when we're yeah. talking the best of the best, when we're talking that range of people, we're talking about um, out of that range of the 10%, probably only about 20 to 25% of them will hit the mark. Let's just say 20% of those. Right. And so we're down to who can do the, who can do the math here? Like we're down to like, I cannot for a, we're at end of 4% of the total roofers. Yeah. Or your competition, something like that. Maybe. And that's a maybe like 4%. And so, so and most of those people don't find it to us. So it might be down to like two yeah. or something. So if you want to be one of the guys that shows up in map ranking, organic ranking, uh, reputation reviews and has a proper branded web presence, there's almost no competition for that. Right. Now people will, so people come on to us and I'll, I'll define the, we get people, they're happy they stay. But how many of the guys that we get will actually do what they need to do? And it's about 20%. Yeah. That doesn't mean we'll lose the other clients. It just means we see like, and when they, when we see those outliers come in, we're like, Hey, that dude's dog in it. Yeah, that dude's handling business by God, and we'll yeah. kind of give a and that'll that that's almost always a long term client. It's almost always a long term client. We'll kind of give a head nod, like, and we don't we don't. I'll call them now to put them on Roofers Paradise, but I don't always like. Sometimes I'm just like we we'll talk in the office and like that guy's dogger. Yeah, and you'll call that guy, and he's up like a million in revenue. Yeah, I mean, and they'll call me. You know, they'll call me for you know to have a something changed on the side or. Just to ask a question, and those are the guys that I end up having a long conversation with because they want to know more. They, they say, "Hey, what else can we do? Yeah. How else can we can we improve how we're doing this?" And I'm like, "I'll go look at their stuff. And say, okay, here's what we can do." Yeah, and they're very receptive, right. and they're yeah. They're, I can always tell, I and mean, and that happens early on in the relationship. Like I'll have that first phone call like that right. within three months of launch, and then I'll have that conversation regularly, like at least once a quarter. Right. We'll all talk like that to them. So if you want to be one of these guys, I guess the moral of that little story is try, you know, think about what you can do better, stay involved, and then hook right. up with and, and continue. The guys that never make it to the 10% are basically just believing whatever flows into their head, propaganda, negative self-talk, stuff like that. Yeah. You know? And the point I made earlier about you see some guy that's been at the top of search, you know, top ranking forever, that doesn't actually mean that guy's doing everything right. That's true. It means that nobody else is doing better than what That's he's doing. Google will show that Google wants to show a local provider for roofers. They don't want to show 
they, they don't want to show Wikipedia entries or directories or home advisor or stuff like that. Right. They want to show locals first. And if there's a guy that's local and has a website and has done it something, you know, at least done some kind of half-ass web presence, but nobody else really has, he's the one that's got the top spot. But if you come on and do it right, you can take that spot from him. So let's talk about that one a little more. So the people that you see in the pack three, a lot of times they just don't. Google doesn't have a better choice. Right. Yeah. And so the guy that's up there that shouldn't even be up there based upon our feeling about it is up there because other people aren't fighting hard enough and he's got time and tenure. So he has some reviews and he's been up for 10 or 12 years. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And so they it, now if somebody came along and did a better content, better website, better signaling, better code base, you know, better citations, and regular work and all that stuff. All that stuff we do. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff that we do and that a client that's wanting to work better does as well and participates in and builds a brand. That guy's going to beat that guy. Right. So it, let's talk about this. And I've mentioned this on multiple podcasts now, but people start a company and in a lot of cases, sometimes the roofer isn't here as much, but sometimes they're a salesperson. Sometimes they're a contractor. Sometimes they're a general contractor. Rarely are they a company. Right. So de- definition is because I've thought about this like way too much because it's like, what makes these people, and we'll talk about one of the clients and, what makes these people better than other people? What makes someone make it? I actually asked my business coach this on a podcast I did. Like, what makes somebody succeed and doesn't? I have my own thoughts about it because I, I, I toil with this topic daily yeah. just from me being an entrepreneur and trying to make it. But when someone starts out, a lot of roofers start out as salespeople. They don't know how to run a company. And they're hustling a lead. And, and this is kind of rude, but I'll say this about a lead. If people also and get a lead, it can be okay. But most people that get a lead remind me of like a dope fiend, yeah. you know, or <laughs> a crack fiend. We, we've talked about that before in regards to lead selling services. Yeah. So it's nothing shameful necessarily about getting a lead. And it may be a little harsh for me to say that because I'm not, not that someone's on drugs, but it's the actions that they're taking or they're living paycheck to paycheck, which again, nothing. I've done that as well. Yeah, but it's like, I got to have my check, so I'm going to the check cashing place. I cannot wait three days for them to validate this paper check through the bank. Right. So you're willing to let somebody take 6% of it uh, or, or more, which which is a large percentage of your net profit. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's the, the check cashing place with fees and everything takes 6%, but it's more like all the money they would have had left over. Right. right. So it's all the net profit if you look at someone's monthly expenditures like that. So they have no money to invest because they had to pawn the check to get the money quick. Right. And so when somebody goes and gets a lead, they're hungry, starving, hustling, and they never get to the point of, of having easier time of it. And they may never they're all they're so they get they get tunnel vision on that and they yeah. never raise up to get the big picture. They don't. Yeah, and, and it took me forever to do this too because I'm like, how how do I get myself out of this? And so when somebody starts to run some processes, and I, I disagreed with my coach on some of this, like because it's like he claims you don't have a company until all processes run without the owner. We're we're not you know Apple or Airbnb. We're I'm we're small business. Yeah, I'm yeah. small business. I run and me too. By the way, I, I've told you before this is not a lot different in my head than a roofing company. We we have about 
20-ish people, 17 people, I don't know, with employees, subs and stuff and everything that we did. So, and, and it's like, okay, um, yeah, the coach wants me to have all processes and procedures running without, without I'm able to step away for it. So that you go take six months off and everything would be fine. Everything would be <laughs> fine. But no offense to him, but he doesn't have a business. If you came back it. in six months, yeah. Nolan would be on fire. Nolan, yeah, the order of the hand. You remember that? Uh, what was that Saturday Night Live with Will? Uh, oh, and the teleprompters Will got Thurman. turned off yeah. and they went all Lord of the Flies. Lord of the, yeah, order of the hand. He had like killed everybody's bloody hand. Like y'all being here, like yeah, you go you go off for six months. You come back, I'd be squatting in the office with a fire going. Yeah, who goes there? Body slamming people. Like, <laughs> I'm Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we run things now, Nolan. You want to sell porns of Jake the Snake? Type. Jake the Snake, really? Jake the Snake was awesome. Don't disrespect Jake. All right. Anyway, so so yeah, I don't always agree to have a company you have to take to that level. In fact, I would argue opposite for a roofer or even for what I do. When you have service people doing service labor and you decided not to be involved at all, or or let's say a, a ten hour a week, you're gonna have a problem eventually. And and every once in a while stuff's gonna break and you're gonna have to come and spend a sixty hour a week. Yeah. But if you don't have a company built into a brand and some processes and procedures, and you very well may do whatever you have a propensity to be better at. Like we just signed up a guy, badass dude um, named Otis, and he was an insurance adjuster. So he can he can job cost like nobody's business, and he's out on somebody else might sell like nobody's business. I'm sure Otis could sell as well, or they might do. We'll talk about that in a minute. They might have been a CPA or an accountant or finance guy. Yeah. And they do that better. But you're going to be involved or you're going to be screwed to some degree. But So you have involvement, but you have some infrastructure and procedures, and you definitely have a brand that's built from a marketing perspective. Right. And then you're a company. You're a brand. And then you, you, then you can partake in better profits and a better, smoother running company. Right. Um, we talked about that too. It's like uh, somebody was talking. It was a guy I had on about um, the coaching guy that talked about preparing a, a, a contractor for sale. It's like you know some people don't want to sell, like ever. Um, I I don't. I'm kind of in that camp to some degree myself. Like I, I see people sell, and then I see them hungry for money. Like yeah. I, I've never seen a contractor sell. Let me just put it this way. Or let me rephrase it. I've never seen a small business owner sell that I knew personally that sold. And you mean like sold his whole business? Sold yeah. his whole business and didn't go back into business. Yeah. So yeah. I've never actually met one unless that man sold when he was really old. Yeah, what he basically sold for retirement. And he still pitches about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he never stole in a resident. Home. Yeah. But we, we, we've had instances when clients of ours have yeah. sold their business and called us three months later because they were starting another business yeah. in the same industry. Right. Because retirement didn't last very long or, you know, what for whatever reason. Sometimes it's kind of hard to figure out what their reason is. Right, right. Yeah, but, but um, somebody needs to build a brand. Yeah. And, and they need to digitally build a brand to get the leads to have the better business. And and they can get up there because so few people do it. 
and they, they people screw up at every little turn like they don't get reviews they stop this they they see marketing they stop marketing and stop marketing Got they're like yes. up and down and they don't know and they're like oh that's pause my marketing my season's about to start fire it back up and it's like, it's like well you should have made that call six months ago yeah <laughs> well agree i mean there's no better time to start than now yeah but you don't stop yeah yeah i mean it, you know the, yeah that's presuming it was stopped it should be started way in you should start the like the best time to plant a tree was like 10 years ago you start now yeah and you don't stop you fight you know but 95 I, i'm gonna say 95 percent don't try yeah the effort's so piss poor it's ridiculous and the people that you see up in ranking aren't fighting as hard as you think they are yeah, a lot, a lot of times they're just the best of a bad batch that Google has to offer. Yep. And there might be a few in a big market, but there's room for everybody. Yeah. That wants to fight. And we're the we're the type of company that there's no one that brings the fight better right. than us. Yeah. I like that. There isn't really. You know. And it's not fake like wrestling. <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't use the F word. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Calm down, Get Dr. D in here and smack you upside the head. Does everybody remember the John Stossel incident? No. no. That was remember the old news show, 2020. They okay. did a wrestling expose back in the 80s. Uh, they called it, okay. And Dr. D, he was a wrestler with the WWF at the time. Right. They had John Stossel confronted him, like, in the back at a wrestling event after wow. the show and said, well, what would you say if I said this was fake? <laughs> and Vince McMahon had told Dr. D, you lay him out if he says that. Really? And he did. Later. He, he, all right. On TV, <laughs> what? I mean, and it wasn't fake. He, I mean, John Stossel has ringing in his ears to this day. To this day. He sued the WWE. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did he win? Yeah. And Vince McMahon fired Dr. D for doing what he told him to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> Calm down, Jason. <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay. Like, this looks, is this fake? Like <laughs> huge open hand blow on no, the side. I know of those head. guys get arthritis and bad shaved. I mean, at the very least, they're they're you know, they, they hit the ground at least, right? Yeah. As as Diamond Dallas Page likes to say, you can't fake gravity. <laughs> you cannot. Anyway, all right. So so they only do one or two things. They stop after a while. Their signaling sucks, which means all their organic stuff sucks. Their websites suck. Their organic never gets changed. They only get reviews. Um, they, they, they get the reviews is, is one of the ones that drives me bonkers. Yeah. Because they've heard at some point that reviews are important. And everything you tell them goes through the filter of your reviews. I was talking to a client the other day. He had 150 reviews. And he was like at a 4.9 star. Great. Right. Um, he had a competitor that had, this guy used to have the same number of reviews as me. And about two months ago, he jumped up to having 450 reviews. Right. And I'm like, okay, um, I don't like to accuse anybody of anything, but those are probably fake. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it's, it's like 300 reviews appeared in less than a month or something like that. Yeah, so I could probably fake. And he's like, well, how can I do that? And I said, I'm going to recommend very strongly that you don't do that. Because yeah. eventually Google will figure out, they'll see the pattern where you recognize the fake reviews and they'll wipe all his reviews out. I said, just because he has more reviews right now, let's, let's ignore the fact that they're probably fake and say they were legit. Just because he has 450 and you have 150 does not mean he beats you in ranking. It's not 
guy it's with much the, reviews wins. Yeah, so, so somebody, I was looking up in a, in a lead that we got, a message was looking for strong map listing. And there's a problem with that statement. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. so when a lead comes in like this for us, I'm like, uh-oh. Damaged goods. Yeah, this is this not necessarily good. Yeah. Because you can't get strong map listings without anything else. Right. So he, th- this guy's going to be a problem. He's going to, I'm calling him. No, I didn't. <laughs> Are we going to call him right here? No, I didn't, I didn't call him. Here's an example of an idiot. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I didn't call no, him. No, he's probably not an idiot. He's just gotten bad information. Um, I didn't call him. Oh, I'll read one more. I'm going to read one more. I'm going to, so th- this goes into... They think that reviews is the only thing that makes a map show up. And right. actually, the algorithm yeah. behind a map showing up. And and then there's a couple of problems in here. So what do people want to beat people for? What are they number one for? The client's perception, the roofer's perception, all of you guys, yeah. all of them, all of you listening, any roofer, all thinks that the mapping is the number one thing to get a lead on. Now, here's the problem. When you focus and you do, I'm looking for strong map list rankings. There's multiple issues there. You don't show up for strong map rankings if you only work on map rankings. Right. Because the algorithm is very sensitive. And here's the kicker to the whole thing. Map rankings aren't the number one place to get clicks. It's simply not true. Right. And they they will argue it with me. Every roofer will argue this, and I don't even think they believe me. So the average, there's reports on this, the average one is, and, and I, I think people screw up this, I've said it several times, their brain like goes nuts and doesn't hear these words properly. The average one is 50-50. 50%, I've seen reports, 50% of uh, map will bring in the clicks, 50% organic or keywords without the map. Right. Now, our client base, and this is where they misunderstand it, gets about 70-30. 70% organic clicks, that means the underneath the map or the map did not show up guys yeah. or 30 percent that, that doesn't mean they didn't show on the map it means for that keyword google did not show a map pack google did not show a map pack right. we are masters of all organic content map ranking and others our clients get vastly more map clicks but they get astounding amounts more of organic non-map right. clicks because we include more content yeah. Like with our written content, we go for a much broader spread of keywords. Right, we we don't constrict ourselves to like your five favorite ones. Or so let's let's put this into numbers because I think people misunderstand this. If somebody had, a, if somebody at one point had a hundred clicks a month, then they were getting fifty from maps and fifty from organic. Our clients go to say a thousand clicks in a month, and they're getting. 300 from maps and 700 from organic. Right. So the map clicks went up, guys. Tripled, or yeah, uh, sextuples. Yeah, in this case. I mean, that that's it's happened many times. There, I can't guarantee you what the numbers are going to be, but we, yeah. well, I mean, we've seen numbers very similar. We've seen that very similar. So so they they go up drastically on maps, but it's not, it's lower than the organic because of data pens and massive amounts of organic long tail keywords and it just goes on. on. I want to make a quick point about the whole thing of not showing a map pack. Google shows the map pack if a given search is something that they have determined is someone looking for a local service provider and a map is relevant to show them. 
So not every keyword connected to roofing business will show the map. If someone types in roofer near me, yeah, you're going to get a map pack for that. But if you type in a specific type of a specific, excuse me, specific type of roof you're looking for, GAF HD Timberline Shingle Repair, yeah, you you're probably not going to get a map pack for that. But but a roofer can still show up number one in organic, right? And and just by the way, if you're up there for words like that that have no map pack, that means there's two ads that you, right? So you're way above the fold yeah. in that case. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's the map doesn't show up a lot. Yeah. And people miss that. But our clients show up a lot for maps and organic. And even more for all other organic. So I, I'm going to... Um, you never answered that question earlier, Jason. question? How did you study French and then become an expert on wrestling all at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid growing up in the 80s in Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, but, and, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm Cajun, so that was kind of a family thing. Oh, like okay. my, I grew up with Cajun my grandma speaking watch. French Creole. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, my brain was like, that's right. What am I? Yeah, thinking? yeah I, I grew up with my grandma. But speaking you don't have that New Orleans accent that you. Can't. Well, no, because I grew up in Dallas. My dad does. Oh, does. You talk to my dad. He's got it. He he, he's not like he's not like that heavy home kind of thing <laughs> you see in movies. But some of my relatives, if you go talk to them, okay, they're, so that's they're, they're unintelligible. That's where they're French. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm familiar with out of uh, out of Louisiana. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, so let me read you another one. My cousin Teresa got mad when I named Henry Henry instead of Henri. Henri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have been good socially, Jason. Well, I mean, his middle name's Rene because that's the my ancestor that landed in Louisiana yeah. two, you know, 150 years ago was Rene Landry. Okay. And so that's why that's why I gave Henry that middle name when I said I was going to name him Henry Rene. My cousin Teresa was like, no, is that Henry or Henri? Henri. And I said, it's Henry. And she was like, God damn, you and that Anglo-Saxon shit. Oh, <laughs> Lord. This is America. And this is Texas, by the way. You did the right thing. She's man. in Louisiana, though. Isn't it more fun She's to throw this bullshit into that? <laughs> it's good bullshit, Jason. I like it. All right. Um, so I'm going to read another one. Uh, the lady sent. I'm not going to say who it is, but there's flaws in this thought process about how to be number one, how to be, and I'm not talking about one keyword, I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands. Hi, I'm looking to get a quote on SEO for the services we offer. I'd like to know what it would take to be on the first page of Google for each service. That's a problem. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we talked uh, about this one. Currently, our best ranking service is blank repair, but the other ones are not doing too well. That's the reason why I don't want to renew with my existing company. I would love to chat with you about my business. I'm looking to double my revenue, and I only need to rank locally within 30 to 40 miles from our shop. <laughs> it's bullshit. But it's bullshit, but it's okay to not know this. Right. It's right. okay. I'm not making fun of that part of it, but there's so much... There, there's so much misinformation. There's so far... Person. They're yeah. so far from success because their brain's so fried out on what <clears throat> they should be doing. Yeah. And there's other problems in here. Our services are uh, blank repair, this, this, oh, I'm just going to read them because this is, our services are lawn sprinkler repair, landscape lighting, and Christmas lights. We don't currently have this, but thinking of adding pressure washing service. 
Right. So this goes into topical relevance and topical authority, and I'm not going to mention this company's name. But or the name is very generic. The name has nothing to do with any of these yeah. services. Yeah. And, and and by the way, sprinkler repair is completely different and has a whole category from pressure washing. Someone looking for pressure washing doesn't want sprinkler repair. Someone looking for sprinkler repair doesn't want a pressure washer. Right. And Nor do they want Christmas lights. And I sure as hell don't want the pressure washing guy hanging my Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah. So, right? Maybe. Well, no, I'm stereotyping a pressure washer. Like I'm not. My son's gonna start a little pressure washing business. I think it's a All great right. business for him to get into. But every time I've had someone out to do my pressure washing, they're a little sketchy. Looking. A little, a little sketchy. A little, a little sketchy. A lot of you guys are pressure washing. I'm not dogging it from that standpoint. There's a lot of roofers are pressure washing, but they know what I'm talking. About. Yeah. If, if you're only pressure washing, you know, my kids. Yeah, my kids. 13. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, I, I painted curves, mode lawns. I'm not saying you've got to start from top level on this stuff to get there. It's a learning process. Right. It will be for my son, just for everybody else. But you get a guy out pressure washing that's uh, older doing just pressure washing. And, you know, it's, it's a box of chocolates, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, um, and, and they want to rank for this. They did list the services, but the services are varied. Ranking number one is subjective. What keywords exactly? What does that mean? What did you type in? Where were you? What is your coming name? Is that mapping? Is that organic? Right. So there's all these problems. I can't please this person. Right. At all. And, and we, double revenue. We chose, I, I'll call almost any roofer that ever calls me. Yeah. If they're truly a, a roofer, even if they do exterior remodeling, I'll call them. This isn't my category necessarily. <laughs> It starts out being off category, but then it's, this is not even in its own category because there's three categories there. They're not topically relevant. Yeah. They don't know what, they don't have a category. There's no cohesion to the brand. Right. It's going to be, and then 30 to 40 miles in DFW, are you effing kidding me? You know, like, are you kidding me? So the criteria, there's. There's nothing here I can get to please. Yeah. And this is written out really quickly. This is what's on there. This is what they want. That's what I want. That's, yeah. what, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what, that's Inside what I joke. Want. <laughs> Inside joke. Um, yeah, and the thing is, the three categories they want to show up in, those are different. Yeah. Those are different technically. The way Google looks at it, those are different businesses. We've talked about in, on more than one occasion, we've talked about the idea of the entity, yeah. the the conceptual entity. And over here is pressure washing, and over here is lights. I'll hook a roof and Christmas for... lights might be a subset of that. Yeah. But at Christmas, Christmas lights is its own entity. I get it. And then over here is the what was the the sprinklers? Pressure washing. Sprinklers. And so those things are only loosely related in the Google yeah. map. And the mind map, not the, you know map pack. And so getting a single business to be associated with three things that aren't closely associated themselves is incredibly it's difficult. It's not dumb, but I don't want to go in and change their name when they're off category and try to bring them out of where they are to where they need to be. So here's what I do with this business. They don't even have a name that says one of those things. Are yeah, their, their name is Persons Name Services. I would do ABC Sprinkler Repair and Pressure Washing. Or ABC Sprinkler Repair. I'm not going to do that shit. <laughs> That's why I don't want to call it. And Christmas tree lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. And Cobalt. Well, I mean, I would actually, of those three things, the outdoor lighting with Christmas lighting as a little side deal, yeah. to me, would probably be the most viable one. It, it makes, I know what they're, what they're doing is, and I, I want to say, I want to address this for a roofer because I do accommodate this. Yeah. They are addressing the fact that sprinkler repair in Dallas Forward doesn't occur all year long. Right. Yeah. yeah so they've got a problem on their hands. Yeah, and so they've done an incredible, extremely seasonal business. But you can't really go like ABC pressure washing and colonics. I mean, it can't can't be like. Well, we already have the hose. Yeah, (laughs) we're set up. Yeah, so it can't be so. Just to grab your ankles there. It can't be so different that it's like, huh? You know. So, but but what I would do, and so I got a we got a roofer we signed up recently. Uh, for I think he's in like Kalamazoo, Michigan, or, but he's on the outskirts of Kalamazoo, and, and there's a couple of problems with this. It's too far outside of a major metropolitan area. Right, it's cold in Michigan, so I think we have like some <clears throat> snow removal stuff, roof snow removal, ice dam removal, and he does decks. So we did roofing yeah. and decks. I think you know, there's been one that's come through recently for that. Yeah, and yeah. so I will accommodate it, but it, it can't be like and. Christmas tree lighting, and a lot of roofers will do Christmas tree lights. Yeah, but it'll make you look like rinky dink on your name to do that. Like I, oh, because that's such a weird sprinkler repair. You do that for a month out of the year, kind of. Yeah, sprinkler repair and Christmas lights. Like, let's get someone more professional. You know. Yeah. Colonics. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Wash your insides and your outsides all at once. So, but those things have to sync up. And if you have a problem like that, like you're in a cold area, do Andex or and, you know, I don't know, masonry. Maybe. Yeah. But something that can be done during the off season or and siding. You can hang siding a little easier up north than you can put on a roof. Yeah, and things like roofing and siding are more closely associated correct. in the album. Correct. So it's not, it's not, I hear it's miserable, by the way, to hang siding in 20 degree weather. <laughs> but <laughs> the guy just told me that. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, so I, I want to wrap up a couple things here. You can, you can. So, I'm not going to say it's easy. I like that. It's a light line, but it's easy. You got <laughs> It's not easy, but it's easy. But call, it's easy. call roof and white measures. But seriously, uh, you can do this, and it's a little easier than you think it is. Yeah. And and almost all these people don't. Mo- most of the roadblocks to this are in your head. Yeah, I was going to say that actually too, but I, but yeah, so it's absolutely mental. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll go back to what I, I like a good old faith. So you have to have faith um, when you're doing marketing and building your brand and your company. Right. And a roofer, and we've talked about this before, I'll go ahead and say it. Nah, it's not too rude the way I'll say it anyway. Um, so, so a roofer will be very logical about job costing very logical about the materials they choose to associate with. Right. Very logical about the roofing systems, high integrity, high business ethics. Very logical about the sales process. Very logical about the truck wraps and the expenses and the overhead. And watch all that stuff and research it. Very logical when it comes to marketing. Yeah. We'll listen. We'll, marketing comes up and some idiot salesperson for a digital marketing agency, not us, not me, but some jackass that doesn't know how to do shit that just happened to get you on the phone. Right. Starts firing off SIM or SEM rush uh, reports to you, 
and starts bullshit talking about, you're not up there for ABC roofing. Did you know that? What? You know, like, oh my God. And then they freak out. And, um, yeah. And then they go down this rabbit hole of rage and misinformation and completely lose track of what's going on. Right. You know, so you go for the, you have faith, you align with good people like, like roofing webmasters. You can call us or call somebody. Then be, call us when you figure then it out. Then call us. <laughs> then call us when they screw your ass over. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> white cat. Yeah, my white cat. Yeah, white cat. Um, but yeah, so so and, and continue forward and with good faith and doing proper things. You know, get educated just a little bit, but you're not gonna end up doing this better than us, no more than we could uh, put on our roof better than you. Right. Yeah, that's another problem with people. You know, he laughed because you guys will get going. You know, I'm going to have an internal marketing agency inside my roofing company. And then you have no resources. Except I hired this one guy fresh out of college. Yeah. He says yeah. that his friend should do our website. Yeah. <laughs> Got like, you know, come on. And you come up behind him and like your moan is shimp and curly. <laughs> get to work, idiots. You know, they're like, yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yeah, clonk, yuck, 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 and the guy's sitting there and he doesn't know jack shit about anything hardly. And then the marketing doesn't work well, you don't know why. Doesn't mean you can't do some marketing things internally, but... And you, you should. But you cannot do all the marketing things internally. You should not devoid yourself of all, prof all professional services uh, and support. That is not a good move, not just because it pays me because you simply cannot duplicate some of the things that we do. Yeah, it's it's like hiring, uh, I mean, and this is like a small, if a small business was to hire a lawyer to come work in their office full time yeah. to be their, their legal whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's like you wouldn't bring your legal services internal. I mean, a big company does that, sure. A giant company has a great legal analogy. department. It's a great analogy. But you, as a roofer, with 20 employees does not hire a lawyer to sit in your office all day just in case a legal question comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't go up to your lawyer and say, and we're professional <laughs> services. We're not lawyers. By we're bringing that in. We're bringing that internally. You yeah. Hey, no, you go up to your lawyer and say, Hey man, that's bullshit defense. You can't do it this way. And yeah. do that. Say, hey, no, let, let me try the damn gloves on and just, this is the way it's going to go down. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. We're not going to let you try the gloves on. I watched a yeah. YouTube video and this guy says that That's we can win this lawsuit by doing this other thing. I think we should look That's at that. essentially what people do <laughs> to us. And like we are the oldest. I laugh uh, for all crying. The analogy of it is we're the oldest, most experienced, best attorney on the block. Yeah. There is no one better than us. And then so people look at stuff and go, and they actually call all the time and say, I got this email that says I wasn't doing well on this, that, and the other. What, what do you have to say for yourself? Sir, that's an email that's been being cycled around the internet for 14 years. I get the same one. Yeah, and we literally got that email today, got too. The same one, <laughs> and it's all untrue. And it's not un, it's not unfair to ask a question. It's just the, no, absolutely not. the point it's... is keep focused and keep on track. Right. Anybody watching this video knows more than the average person, too. You're already in the 10th percentile. Yeah, All just right. by virtue of watching this. Absolutely. You have been informed. I have, uh, <laughs> I have inducted them into that. Uh, by the, the power, 10%. By the powers vested in me. <laughs> you were in the 10%. By myself. <laughs> Gray Skull or whatever. <laughs> hey, man. 
the masters of the universe. And, yeah, I'm not... kids. All right, so um, guys, it's a long game, but it doesn't mean. And, and it, people hear long game, they get spooked. You yeah. can get up and get money generated within 90 days. You might get a call. I, I was talking to a new client recently, and we were going over, you know, marathon, not a sprint. takes a little time. And he talk. was like, yeah. are you talking like two years? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, no. Yeah. People hear the most negative stuff. <laughs> I'm talking like, like 90 days, you're going to see something. Yeah, it's going to be 10 we're, years before you see a dime out of this. Please keep paying. We're almost there, yeah. Bob. <laughs> Transfer you to the hard closer, Jason. <laughs> he just body slammed a couple of clients in the back. <laughs> right, no. It's not like, but that's what people think. One of the reasons that holds them back from doing this stuff. Yeah. All these false narratives, all this false stuff. They think, oh, I can't. I'm going to go buy a lead because I can't afford. To they've, had, they've had one guy tell them that they can get them up and rank in 30 days, which they probably can't. And it didn't work. And then they had another guy tell them that it takes a long time. They had a guy say, we'll get to work on this. And then after two years, why aren't, why aren't I getting results? Well, that's the takes time. It's like, you had time. Yeah, that's the... And then we get to them, and we're just very straightforward. But they hear some of the same things. Because all the SEO people, when you talk to them, say the same thing. I Roughly. More from you than uh, the word mofo, <laughs> With your French <laughs> back, background. I'm sorry, I don't know the French for... That for mofo, for mofo. <laughs> can you apply the dialect to it? How would you say it? I don't know that. Can I don't you know change the, the O to sound French? Like, oh, is I mean, that's just oh, just a, oh. Yeah, there's not a, a Frenchman would say mofo, yeah, probably. <laughs> Except mother is mère. I don't know what the other word is in French, but they probably have a completely different phrase because they have their own slang. All right, anyway, <laughs> I think it's good, man. Yeah, like shit ain't interesting without saying some bullshit stuff anyway. But my brain thinks about that crap when people, when, when a, like a regular conversation's occurring, <laughs> I've got that little old monkey on the bike in the back, and the Homer Simpson, and one of them's drumming, and yeah, <laughs> some, some, some crap going on. I got my smart brain, and there's that little, yeah, there's that little sideshow bullshit. Your Homer brain. Yeah, my Homer Simpson brain. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, so, um, yeah, so guys, you know, most of this is just getting started and not giving up and hooking up with some good resources, learning a little bit. It's not, yeah. it's not, and it, it's, it, there's a lot that we do on our end, um, like provide software that we made and stuff like that, but um, this can be done by you, absolutely. Most of this is just me helping you as a business coach or consultant saying you can do this, and um, hopefully you do have a, um, branded topically relevant name yes and all that we've done a whole podcast just on that subject i won't go into it but you know um well, i was saying that so they can go find them yeah let me see if i can leave anybody i, I will leave somebody with something but um so i went through I, I'll, I'll leave somebody with this say no i'm still not ready what do i do you know what do i do to start and so I'm not ready to call you yet. I don't know how much you are, but I'm gonna start in six months and I don't even wanna call you until I've done a few things, which, anyway. So here's here's what my recommendation is at the very early beginning stages, topically relevant name. So if you do need more than two services, it's roofing and, right, and something similar. And then the word roof has to be in it. It can be roofer, roofing, 
but roofers, but it, that's roof's got to be in there. Right. Otherwise, it just won't optimize as well. And it should be in the name and in the URL. So it flows through. If you don't have this, don't change it without talking to us. This is not like... Because if, you, if you've got a domain that you've had for 12 years... Or three, even. The tenure two. of the domain might very well override topical relevance. Of the it, it depends. So It, it yeah. would depend. Yeah, it depends on domain authority and how many reviews, how long it's been, all kinds of stuff. Okay, so... But if you haven't done it yet, put the word roof in it. And then have, the other word is not just a phrase like pro or DFW roofing pros. It's not, that's Dallas Fort Worth for you, those of you who don't know. But so, but it would be like uh, Walker, you know, uh, roofing or Texas strong roofing. Something unique or brandable. Something unique or brandable that's unique from the word roofing. So when Google sees it in search, they know damn well it's yours and it's topically relevant to your entity area of words, right. which is around roofing. And then you would take that and flow through the URL. It doesn't have to have the whole name in it. Don't go over 26 characters of the alphabet. Right. Um, and, but, you know, and and you could shorten it, but make sure the word roof is in there, even if you have to acronym, you know, part of your name. Dot com or whatever. Use a dot com if you can. And yeah. then add TX or GA or whatever state to it on the end if you need to to get the proper URL or a dot com, I mean. The, um, and then get some reviews and get verified and attach it to a Google business profile. Right. That And get the cheapest damn websites you can get before you go legit. So at least some people call all the time and say they're apologetic. I'm sorry. I got this really crappy website, Nolan. Please don't make fun of me. Kind of like, I'm not going to make fun of you. I could give a shit anymore. Although we actually do. When, once he hangs No, up, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this thing. I think honestly about, we've been doing this for 12 years. And when I was, year or two in and immature and hadn't done it as long, I would poke fun at the website from time to time. Yeah. But I don't give a shit anymore. I've seen thousands of websites. We're here to help people. So the website comes in, they're all bad compared to what we do. Right. All, all the websites are, and we make them better and do everything we can and move forward. So I am happy that someone has an effort, started up properly, and has a website. Right. That's it. And then if they give me that base and they've had it running for... 30, you know, 90 days, a year, three years, all the more better. Yeah. There you go. What could have I have said besides more better? <laughs> yeah. What is more? What is more better than more better? Très is very. Très bon is very good. Okay. I don't know what more is. I know the, I know the pronunciation. I barely remember any of the words. I'll never be that fancy. Dude, so. <laughs> never have. Très bon. well hey man anyway all right you got anything else to add to all this stuff all right guys i think that's it i I am uh i'm done on that topic but i think it's a good one you guys can dominate get to work and get after it and make all your dreams come true man call us when you're ready we'd love to hear from you as we say in the french au revoir